Hey, family, in this video, I'm going to give you 15 things you and I must do to assure this the best year yet. But before I get into those points, I want to wish you all a happy new year. Man, 2023, however it was for you, it's over now. Now it's time to embrace an amazing year that God has already uh, prepared for you. And so let's go through these 15 things. And I also have a worksheet that will help you as you navigate this year, go through some of these points periodically to ensure that you are uh, uh, intentionally um, uh, ensuring that you're doing what you must do to assure this the best year for you. Now, the first thing I want to give you is keep last year's mistakes in last year. In order for you and I to make this year the best year, you have to leave last year's mistakes in last year. I put here, acknowledge and learn from past mistakes. Don't let them define or hinder your progress in this year. See, a lot of people, they identify themselves more with their mistakes. And when they do that, they hinder themselves from succeeding. Do not allow whatever you did last year to come in this year. New grace, new mercies. God has already forgotten about that as far as the east from the west. If there's something that you need to confess or repent from, go to God. And embrace the forgiveness of God. Embrace the righteousness of Jesus. And embrace the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And you will begin to see last year's mistakes in the rear. Remember this. Life is not about wins and losses. Life is about wins and lessons. If you can learn a lesson, you can embrace the blessing in every lesson. Number two, grab a souvenir from last year. I wrote here, cherish positive memories and lessons learned. Keep reminders of accomplishments and joy to inspire optimism. What is one souvenir from last year that you can keep near? What is a win you had last year? What is something that you succeeded at last year? Grab that souvenir and carry it with you throughout this year because when you begin to embrace those lessons, then you can be able to invest in potential blessings uh, uh, from what happened last year. Number three, some of these I'm going to go through quickly. Some of these I'm going to labor on. But number three, draw near to God and give him a listening ear this year. I put here prioritize spiritual connection. Approach the year with openness to God's guidance through prayer and attentive listening. See, the Bible says, God says, if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. Oftentimes, we want God to do all the drawing, but he's already drawn the blueprint. And he's saying, if you draw near to me, if you show effort, if you show faithfulness, if you show that you really want this, then I will draw near to you. And everything that I have for you will draw with me as I draw near to you. And so you got to ask yourself, are my ears open to God? In order for you to make this year the best year, you have to have open ears. You got to say, God, I'm drawing near to you. I want to get to know you more. I want you uh, um, to be the awe of my year. In order for this year to be awesome, you have to be the awe for me. And so when you begin to draw near to God and, and create that space for you and God uh, to embrace, then you begin to see uh, uh, how things are fast paced for your success. Also, give him a listening ear. So many of us, our ears are open to the wrong people getting the wrong information. But my friend, if you want transformation, you got to give your ear to God. God, I'm listening. God, even though you may not, uh, it may be, even though it may seem like you're not saying anything, God, your presence is so resounding. Your presence is letting me know that you're there. So make sure you're giving God a listening ear this year. Number four, let God 
steer this year. Surrender control to God. Trust in his guidance and wisdom, allowing his direction to shape your journey. So many of us, we've already developed goals. We've already developed plans. Why I call this video from goals to glory. We've already started this year with our own selfish ambitions. We start already started this year with trying to control it. But my friend, if you want this year to be the best year, you got to let God drive. And however God wants to drive, sometimes we be like, God, speed up, man. Why are you only going 25? God, why are you only going 35? Let's speed this thing up. And God said, man, just enjoy the one driving. Enjoy the towns we're going through. Enjoy uh, the, the places we're navigating through. Because if you let me steer, you're guaranteed to get there. See, when we understand that God already knows what is this year holds, then you will continue to hold on to God, knowing that God will guide you through the turbulence. Listen, right now, <clears throat> if you watch this video back December 31st of 2024, you will begin to see how crazy this year could have been, how crazy this year was. We don't know what this year is going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen this year, but we know who's already made things happen for you to navigate through. So many are the plans in a man's heart, but the word of God says it is the purposes of the Lord that prevails. There's nothing in hell that can hinder what God wants to prevail. And it's only in his purposes that things will prevail. So it doesn't matter what hell has against you, against your family, against your finances, against your business, against your marriage, against your children. It doesn't matter. If you tap into the purposes of God, you will prevail. I don't care what happens in this election year. I don't care what happens, uh, whatever happens in 2024. God will ensure that you get through. But if you're not tapped into the purposes of a husband, the purposes of a wife, the purposes of a parent, the purpose of a child of God, the purpose of as an individual, the purposes of anything that he has designed, then you won't be in alignment to avoid any type of attacks or any type of things that may happen this year. Number five, don't be overwhelmed about this year and don't be paralyzed by fear this year. I put here, approach, the, approach this year with a calm mindset. Break down goals into manageable steps to avoid feeling overwhelmed. Listen, you do not attack a year by thinking in years. You attack the years by embracing the hours. See, God's blessed us with, with, with time increments. He's blessed us with years, months, weeks, days, hours, minutes, seconds. How we manage seconds determines how great our minutes are. How we manage minutes determine how amazing our hours are. How we manage hours determine how amazing a day becomes. How we manage a day will determine how we manage weeks. How we manage a week will determine how we managed our month. How we manage a month determine how we manage quarters. How we manage quarters determine how we manage years. And so when you uh, uh, bite a year one hour at a time, you won't be overwhelmed. And so that's something that you have to embrace. Next, face challenges with courage. Don't let fear hinder progress. Instead, use it as a motivator for growth. There are going to be some things this year that's going to make you feel fear. But fear is just a feeling. Fear was not meant to be something that you live in. It was meant to be something that just lets you know what's going on. And so when you face fear, realize this. Everything worth having is on the opposite side of fear. So let fear disappear and, and, and embrace whatever it is that you're facing with courage. Now, 
Number six, let me get through these quickly. Be here this year. Embrace the present moment. Excuse me. Focus on current experiences, opportunities, and relationships without being distracted by the past or the future. My friend, the two biggest distractions of the present is the past and the, uh, and the future. Most of us right now, we're already thinking more about the past and we're already thinking more about the future than we are the present. But the present is a present. And it's crazy how many days many people will accumulate or presents that they will accumulate they, that, that they would have left unopened. The present, if we unwrap the present and be present, then we can actually receive the gifts of the moment. And that's why it's important to be here. See, you can't spell there without here. And you'll never get there if you don't properly manage here. How we manage the present moments determines if the next moment is a present. So many of us, we're getting curses in the next moment. We're getting uh, trash in the next moment because we didn't manage the present. The more you manage the present, the more moments will become present in your future. And that's why I want to labor here just a moment because if we don't embrace the present moment, we'll erase the desired moments. If we do not embrace the current current moments, we'll, we will erase future moments. See, the more moments that I embrace with my wife, the less good moments I'll erase from my life. The more moments that I embrace with my daughter, the more I embrace in the moments of purpose, the less moments will be erased. How many moments that God desires for you to be in are erased because you didn't embrace? How you manage the moment will determine how much of a blessing the other moments are. It continues to read, focus on current experiences. Right now you're experiencing this video. Embrace this current experience. Allow the words that's being spoken to tap into your soul, to clean up, clean and patch up those holes so that you can become whole. Also, it says the opportunities. Listen, the more we uh, uh, um, look at the obstacles of yesterday, and the potential obstacles of tomorrow, the less likely we are to see the obstacles as opportunities. Whatever obstacles you face, you must understand that there's two sides. Every negative has a positive. Every positive has a negative. That's why I heard a minister, a man of God say, uh, Mahargoni said, there's not a, there's no, you know, there is not a such thing as a one-sided piece of paper, as a one-sided coin, as a one-sided piece of bread. Those things cannot exist. Just like with your situation, it doesn't matter what has happened to you this day. There's two sides to it. So you have to see the positives in order for you to have positive outcomes. Now, also it says embrace or focus on your current relationships. Listen, you, you this is very pivotal. Whoever you're in love with, whoever's in your family circle, Embrace the relationship now. Focus on the relationship now because most of us, we're going to be so ambitious entrepreneurially in ministry, in business. We're going to be so ambitious that we're going to miss out on what is important. You do not want to uh, 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 avoid opportunities to invest in your spouse, to invest in the kids in your house. 
and then you end up not investing in it and then missing out on it. Let's continue for time's sake. Uh, for some of us, number seven, disappear some part of this year. I put here, sometimes it's good to just disappear. Some of us, we just want to be a peer. What if God just says, you know what, this is not your year. This is not the year of promotion. This is the year of preparation. What if God says, all I want you to do is be alone with me this year? What if this is the year that you don't find your, your, your significant other? What if this is the year that your marriage don't go to the next level? What if this is not the year, what I mean by that? Or what if, what if this is not the year that your business take off? What if this is not the year that you go viral? What if this is not the year? What if this is the year that God says, I want you to disappear? I want you to disappear and not be so uh, uh, um, open and seen. Come off the scenes. Let me make you clean. And so that 2025 will be the year of promotion. Some of us, we just need to disappear. Maybe it's for three months. Maybe it's for six months. So that when we pop back out on the scene, we are a better person. And uh, Unique says she's in that season. Yes. And it's okay to not be seen. We live in a social media era where we feel like it's error if we're not seen. No, no, no. Sometimes it's best for you or better for you not to be seen. Number eight. Be ready to persevere this year. Cultivate resilience and readiness to face challenges. Anticipate obstacles and commit to overcoming them with determination. My friend, this year, whether you like it or not, is going to bring some challenges, is going to bring some obstacles, and you have to be ready to persevere. Some people this year, you're going to lose a loved one. God forbid, but somebody listening right now is going to face a challenge that they never faced before. Some people are going to have to face grief. Some people are going to have to face uh, deep depths of jealousy. Some people are going to have to face uh, challenges within, challenges outside of them, challenges that they never thought. And you already got to cultivate a mindset that says, I will persevere this year. I'm going to read this again. It says, cultivate resilience now stockpile resilience now adapt a resilient mindset now because whether you like it or not something is going to hit you in the mouth something is going to face you and you're going to have to be ready to persevere that's why the bible says count it all joy when you meet trials before you even meet a trial cultivate joy for the joy of the lord is your strength the only way you're going to uh uh uh, uh go through the limps you got to embrace God's strength that can only come from joy. Great question, uh, Kimberly. I'm going to get to it in one second. It says anticipate obstacles. Anticipate them. I'm not saying to say anticipate bad things. Just anticipate obstacles. That's part of life. When you know that's a part of life, then you are anticipating your life. So when it comes, you're ready. You're ready to embrace those challenges. Also, it says and commit to overcoming them with determination. Now, great question, Kimberly. Kimberly says, how to be ready? Number one, you got to remove things that are distractions. Number one thing in regards to being ready is that you got to remove things that are hindering you from being ready. You got to remove certain people. You got to remove certain belief systems. You got to start researching your life examining your life and ask yourself, what are those things in my life that's keeping me from being ready? Also, with that R, you got to install certain regiments. 
regiments of readiness, which means reading your word, uh, regularly praying, uh, 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 developing regiments to strengthen every area of your life, regiments to strengthen you spiritually, regiments to strengthen you mentally, regiments that will strengthen you spiritually is reading God's word. Watch my other video about meditating God's word that'll help you there. You got to develop regiments for you mentally. You got to look at my other video on mindset. Uh, a, a recent video that I did. You also got to ready yourself emotionally. I got a video on self-regulating emotions. You also got to ready yourself physically, getting into the gym, eating right, being consistent, right? In order for you to be ready for obstacles when they come, you got to have ready regiments that will make you ready. Next, you got to, um, how can I put this? In order for you to be ready for obstacles, I think that's pretty much the best things that I can do. Watch those videos, my friend, and they will cultivate a readiness for you for those obstacles. Next, you got to uh, have the right perspective. Have the right perspective. Realizing, like I said before, every obstacle is an opportunity. You have to cultivate a mindset that sees the positive outcomes, creating a mindset that says, no matter what it is that I face, I know that God is facing it with me. And I'll come back to that. That might be a good video for me to research for you to help you with that. I'm going to get to you, lady, in a minute. Uh, well, lady says, how will I know, Josh, it's time to launch your business year? Relationship, relationship, relationship. It all boils down to you and God. The thing about starting a business is, God wants to cultivate a relationship, a partnership, and he wants that thing to be in proper order, meaning that you learn how to filter everything through your fellowship with God, that you're able to acknowledge him with all your ways. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understandings, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight. So you have to practice acknowledgement before you launch it. If you don't practice acknowledging God, then you won't allow your steps to be ordered by him. So how to know it's time to launch a business year? Number one, um, your your uh, life is in order. What I mean by that, if you're a, a wife or you a mother, your house is in order. If your house is not in order, you're not going to have many orders in your business, my friend. You might have a lot of orders in your business, but your business will, will suffocate because you're not there for your family. So before you launch a business, make sure that your family has launched. Make sure that your spiritual health, your holistic health has launched. When those things have launched, then you can launch your business because God is not going to launch the success of your business if there's no success in your family, if there's no success in your life. So you got to start examining the holes in your life. What holes do you have generationally? What holes do you have personally? What holes do you have relationally? What holes do you have professionally? Because if you have holes in those areas of your life, it's going to put holes in your business because your business is a reflection of how you handle business in your life. If the business in your life it's not better. It's not an A plus in a better business bureau, right? Then, then your business won't be a successful business. So, how are you handling business in the daily affairs of your life? Then, once you begin to cultivate those things, then God and His sovereignty will say, "Daughter, here now you're ready holistically to launch your business. If you need help." In any one of those areas, I have a group coaching program for people like yourself, entrepreneurs, professionals, executives, 
coaches, individuals who are who are endeavoring to launch a business, endeavoring to pursue entrepreneurial endeavors, or people who are already successful professionally, but they're like, coach, I don't know if I if my if the business of my life is together. My wife and I are not close. My husband and I are not close. My kids, I'm not good at parenting. Coach, I need help when it comes to my spiritual life, emotional life, mental life. And I'm afraid these things are going to destroy my business. And if you want to transform into an individual who is holistic, whole because they're held by God and is able to hold everything in harmony. And in symphony, then this um, a coaching program called Fulfillment is for you. So, lady, I'm going to post a link for that. Check it out. Let me know if there's something that will help you, if there's something that you need um, some coaching, consulting, or mentoring with, or anybody who's watching right now who says, Coach, that's for me. I need that. We're launching January 15th. But if it's beyond January 15th, it's uh, it's one of those programs that's a year long. And so if you jump in, however you jump in, we'll get you up to speed. Great questions, y'all. All right. <clears throat> Great questions. Number nine, be sincere this year. Approach relationships and endeavors with authenticity. Be true to yourself and others, fostering genuine connection. Don't just be here with your people be sincere with your people. Examine your heart and ask yourself, what part of me is not authentic? People resonate, especially in business, uh, in ministry with those who are authentic with themselves. Be sincere in business this year. Be sincere with your family this year. Be sincere. In order to be sincere, you can't have sin near. In order to be sincere, you got to remove all sin from here. And what I mean, we're talking about those internal, insecure uh, uh, feelings of inadequacies, those unworthiness, those arrogance and pride. We got to remove those sins from here if we truly want to be sincere so that we won't see people as dollar signs. We won't see people and how we can overcome and use them and abuse them for what we desire to have. But we'll be actually sincere this year. Ten, adhere to warnings this year. Pay attention to intuition. Pay attention to the advice from the Holy Spirit. Be discerning and make wise decisions based on Holy Spirit insights and external guidance. Listen, it reminds me of the 10 virgins, the uh, five wise and the five foolish. The five foolish did not have enough oil in their lamps. The five wise managed their oil because they knew that at any given moment, the groom will come. And the five unwise, when the groom came, they didn't have enough oil in their lamps. They didn't adhere to the warnings. And a lot of people are going to miss out on their blessings, miss out on uh, a protection because they don't adhere to the warnings. The Holy Spirit is good at warning. The Holy Spirit is good at warning. The Holy Spirit will let you know this ain't right. The Holy Spirit has insight. Do you know what insight means? That he is in everything and has the best sight of everything. So no matter what gentleman tries to pursue this year, no matter what lady you endeavor to pursue this year, the Holy Spirit can truly see everything in that person. And when the Holy Spirit tells you this ain't it, don't ask for an explanation. Don't ask for more intel. The Holy Spirit said, I'm trying to save you from hell. I'm trying to save you from the hell in that person. You want intel, that person got inhale. 
<laughs> so, so you're trying to inhale what's hell in that person. Then you become soul tied to that person. And now your life is inflamed. So the Holy Spirit says, I'm warning you. I want to warn you this year. Go left. Go right. Don't waste time to see if this is right. If the Holy Spirit says, make a left, go left. Because the other way may bring death. So adhere to the warning. That's why the most important things in a car is not the sound, is not the speakers, is not the heated seats, is not the heated steering wheel, is not how smooth the car drives, is not the sunroof, is not all the technology in it. The two most important things in a car is the windshield and the dashboard. The windshield shows you a bigger picture than it does the rear view. So many of us, we made our rear view bigger than our uh, uh, um windshield and we wonder why we're not going forward but besides the windshield the second most important thing is the dashboard on the dashboard are different types of icons that when they're when they light up they light up giving you an opportunity to deal with the emergency so when you see the tire thing pops up that doesn't necessarily mean that your tire is is is, is at its full now it just let you know i'm giving you a warning to address this matter now, check engine light. I'm giving you a warning to address this right now. And so many of us, the reason why we're not having success is because we take too long to deal with a mess, to deal with the warning. God is saying, when I give you a warning, I'm giving you time to make changes in your physical health. I'm giving you time to make changes in your mental health. I'm giving you time to change some things in your emotional health. I'm giving you time to change some things in your spiritual health. I'm sending you relationship icons that are on your dashboard. You see, you see that W on your dashboard? You're losing your wife. You see that H on your dashboard? There's a warning. You're losing your husband. You see that K on your dashboard? You're losing your kids. You see that P on your dashboard? You're losing your physical health. You see that M on your your dashboard i'm warning you about to how you think on certain things you see that e on your dashboard you better start regulating those emotions these warning signs pop up on our dashboard giving us time to deal with them and the issue is what would have cost us just 25 dollars to fix 50 dollars to fix or could have been free to fix now we don't have enough money to fix because we kept driving our lives with these warning signs on, in our face and now we got to face an issue that we cannot pay for. A $50 issue, if you would have dealt with it immediately, now turns to a $5,000 issue that you don't have enough to afford. So we have to adhere to warnings this year because this year might come with some crazy stuff. And if the Holy Spirit telling you, hey, I need for you to move, Holy Spirit telling you, I need you to cut that off. I need you to start studying your word. He's trying to prepare you for something. Pay attention to intuition and advice. Be discerning and make wise decisions based on internal insights and external guidance. Number 11, cultivate a heart of cheer this year. Foster positivity and joy. Approach challenges with optimism. Spread cheer to others and maintain a hopeful outlook. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Bible says in his presence, there is a fullness of joy. Joy helps you be able to properly count things in your life. Joy helps you see trials for what they really are. Trials help you last a while. So now you will embrace the trial when you meet them because you know that when your faith is tested and you let patience have its perfect work, you will be perfect, complete, and lacking in nothing. 
So cultivate a heart of cheer. How you cultivate a heart of cheer is by, by gratitude. Every morning when you wake up, thank God for the first 10 things you see. What that does is it's aligning every part of you to see how God has been good to you. And when your physical eye, your mental eye, your emotional feelings begin to attach to the reality of God's goodness, then it will spark a, a harmonious rhythm in you of joy. And it keep it distracts you from what the enemy's trying to deploy. And then it has you focus on going forward and doing what you need to do. So cultivate a heart of joy, joy through gratitude. Number 12, don't compare yourself to your peer this year. I put here, avoid unhealthy comparisons. Focus on your unique journey and growth rather than measuring yourself against others. Do not compare yourself to your peer because you never know what your peer did to appear where they at. Don't compare yourself to your peer because the greatest, the only competition you have is between you and you. And so many of us will pull our lives up beside people and then compare our lives to those people. Then all of a sudden we become like those people and then we miss out on what God wants to bring to you or bring to us. That's why I do not make comparisons this year. That's a distraction. It robs you of joy. It robs you of growth. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with comparing uh, 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 things to people. What I mean by that is a measuring stick of growth in regards to, oh, okay, oh, I see. Oh, you got that routine in your life. I'm going to take that routine and add it to mine. We're talking about comparing identity. We're talking about comparing individuality. We're talking about comparing those things, feeling less than because you feel like they're better than you or feeling greater than because you feel like they're beneath you. That's what happens when you make comparison. It causes you to either fall into depression or, or, or rise to uh, unhealthy levels of impression. Depression means that when you compare to someone now because they have a husband, they have a wife, they have kids, they have these things, different things going in life. Now you feel less than now you feel like you're in, uh, incompetent or whatever. Or if you compare it to the people that's beneath you, now you're in a uh, uh, high, too high of heights of impression. Now you're feeling yourself. That's why I just say, you know what? I'm only going to compare myself to who I was yesterday, who I was an hour ago, to see how I can make this a better hour of myself. Number 13, we're almost done. Seek to be clear this year. I did a video on clarity. Check that out. Mental clarity. That video will bless you. And I won't labor too much on this point because that video will be a great asset to you. Strive for clarity in your goals and decisions. Remove ambiguity and confusion, allowing for more for a more focused and intentional approach. Say, God, I want to be absolutely clear this year. In that video I did, I talk about the five things you need to be most absolutely clear about. I talk about how God gives you clarity, but it's important for you to say, God, I want to be clear this year. I want to be clear about your goals, your purposes for my marriage, your purposes for my singleness, your purposes for my children, your purposes. God has already designed purposes for you to flow into. We talked about earlier, many other plans in a man or person's heart, but it's the purpose of the Lord that prevails. Don't make a lot of plans this year. Execute God's purposes this year. God, every day, start on your knees in prayer. God, lead and guide me into all truth. Uh, lead me into clarity this year. Give me clarity of mind as I walk through this door so I'll know what's clearly mine. 
And when you do that, my friend, you'll begin to have this clear of focus. You will begin to have this deep uh, a level of, of discernment, this sound level of sensitivity, where you will be able to be so clear that things will be translucent and you'll begin to see, oh, this is for me. This is not for me. So check out that video on mental clarity. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. Get familiar with your gear this year. Equip yourself with the necessary skills and knowledge. Understand and utilize your resources effectively for success. Get familiar with your gear this year. Now, what do I mean by that? What are those gifts inside of you that you are unfamiliar about? Those your gears. The Bible says your gift will make room for you and put you before great men, great people. Get familiar with your speaking gear. Get familiar with your writing gear. Get familiar with your singing gear. Get familiar with your gear. No soldier goes into war unfamiliar about their gear. Right now, we are smack dab in the middle of a spiritual warfare. And the reason why you're losing possibly is because you are unfamiliar with your gear. How can you be able to shift gears if you don't even know the gear that you have, the gears you have? Be fair, become very familiar, develop skills, transferable skills, skills that can work not only professionally, but will help relationally and also help personally. Transferable skills, communication skills, skills of understanding, comprehension and empathy. We're talking about all types of skills, uh, uh, writing all types of stuff. You got to become familiar with your gear. God, what is the weapons that you have in me? I have to every day study uh, different angles of speaking, study different angles of writing, get familiar with my gear, sharpen my gear, be very familiar with this so that when I stand in the midst of warfare, boom, 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 I can execute at a high level. Equip yourself with the necessary skills and also begin to say, you know what? I'm going to equip myself things that will strengthen myself. So what things do I need to learn about business? I'm going to equip myself with that. What must I learn about marriage? I'm going to equip myself with that. Oh, that worked for their marriage? Oh, that's what the word of God says about marriage? I'm going to equip myself with that. Oh, that's what the word of God says about parenting? Oh, these are some sound seasonal individuals talking about parenting, marriage, individuality, singleness. I'm going to equip myself with those principles, strategies, routines. I'm going to go out there and get the necessary knowledge. <clears throat> right now, I don't care how bad your marriage was last year, equip yourself. I don't care how bad you and your kids went at it this year, equip yourself. I don't care if your business or ministry, whatever happened, equip yourself this year. Equip, equip, equip. So things won't slip or slip or slip or dip or dip or dip or flip or flip or flip or trip or trip or trip. You do that by equipping yourself with the right necessary skills and knowledge. It says, understand and utilize your resource effectively for success. Let's break that down. You have to understand why you need it. You must understand why you need to be equipped in an area. If you are a legacy person, legacy minded, you fully understand why you must equip yourself this year. This is a year of being a student. Before you can become a teacher, you first must understand what it means to be a lifelong student. Study, study, study. Find a study buddy. 
know what I'm saying? If you want to study hubby, and no, I'm joking, but what I'm saying is like get someone that can help you study and equip yourself. You have to understand why you need to equip yourself in every area of your life. And then you got to actually utilize it. Some of us are big headed. We have a bunch of knowledge. We have a bunch of understanding. But man, we don't have big hands. We don't have big feet. We don't have, we're not able to do big things. You just don't need to understand why you need to be better communicating wise, communication wise in your marriage. You got to actually utilize the communication skill. You got to actually utilize that empathy skill. You actually got to utilize being present. You got to actually utilize. Don't just understand. You got to utilize, <laughs> Lady Latrell says, study hubby. If you want to study hubby, hubby, make God your study buddy. <laughs> let, me, let me keep going. Last but not least, don't let the devil interfere this year. Guard against negative influences and temptations this year. Stay vigilant in maintaining a positive and spiritually grounded life. Don't allow the devil to interfere. The Bible says, when uh, Satan went to tempt uh, Jesus, and I love that. It didn't say the devil went to test Jesus because only God can test. The devil tempts. But why were those temptations the temptations for Jesus? The devil is always going to try to tempt you in something that's like you. Tempt you on the perverted side of what's good in you. So the first temptation he brought to Jesus was turning the stone into bread. Why was that a temptation of Jesus? Because Jesus was actually the bread of life. So he was tempted to do the opposite of the positive side of bread. So if he would have turned that stone into bread, then he would have practiced something he doesn't want us to practice into turning something that can't be into something that we want to be. And when we turn something that can't be to what we want to be, it's bad for us. For instance, turning that stone man into bread, into a husband. Turn, try to turn a, a hoe into a housewife. Trying to turn a boy into a husband. Trying to turn a stone into bread. And that's what many people do. They look at something that's stone, something that ain't good for you, something that's just that's not going to be a, 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 a true to you. And we try to turn that stone individual into bread. So you're going to be tempted this year to turn a relationship that's a relationship of stone into bread. But you got to understand who's your bread of life. And so, so many of us, we're trying to eat from other tables where there's bread. When God said, you ain't even tasting my bread. One morsel can last you for days. The second temptation was get on, get on, on top pinnacle, jump off. And, and would not your father send uh, uh, thousands of angels to catch you, lest you uh, dash your foot against the stone? Why was that a temptation? Do you not, didn't the word of God talk in various places? how Jesus wants to reveal himself. But if he would have revealed himself before the time, it would have messed up all the prophecies. Before Jesus was able to truly reveal himself, he had to unlock all the prophecies about himself. And if he would have revealed himself prematurely, it would have eradicated all the prophecies that he would have never got to. And they would have rushed to make him king. They would have forced him to go to Rome. Versus forcing him into their life to make their house their home. That was a temptation. Last but not least, he was tempted to bow down to Satan. And Satan said, if you bow down to me, I'll give you all the kingdoms. Why was it a temptation? Because he's king of kings. The devil's always going to try to tempt you on the opposite side 
of the positive side. So there's going to be some things in you. You truly desire a husband. You truly desire a wife, but he's not going to tempt you or test you in your disciplines. He's going to tempt you to go to the opposite. Uh, is truly, did God truly say, why is God taking so long? Don't you have this good guy right here? Don't you have this good girl right here? Turn this stone into bread. So you're going to be tempted with something that's a part of you, but it's going to try to tempt the bad side of it. But you have to respond like Jesus did with the word. So you got to meditate on God's word. So you will be able to release his words as weapons against the enemy's arguments. And then it neutralizes arguments. And then he won't be able to interfere. That's why husbands, wives, singles, individuals, whoever you are. I want you to examine all the stuff in your life. I want you to start thinking in what ways can the enemy interfere with those areas in my life? How can he use those areas in those life? What are those areas in my personal uh, well-being that has hell being? That I need to start removing out of my life so it won't pull me into temptation. So in order for us to make this year the best year ever, 15 things. You got to keep last year's mistakes in the rear. You got to grab a souvenir from last year. You got to draw near to God and give him a listening ear this year. You got to let God steer this year. Number five, you can't be overwhelmed or be paralyzed by fear this year. Number six, you actually got to be here this year. Number seven, you, some of us got to disappear this year. This might not be our year of promotion. This might just be a whole year of pruning, and that's okay. I'd rather be pruned in 2024 and have the best 2025 than to try to make 2024 the best year, quote unquote, and then it disrupts the next from 2025 to 2045. Number eight, we got to be ready to persevere this year because challenges are coming. Number nine, we got to be sincere this year. Ten, we got to adhere to the warnings this year. 11, got to cultivate a heart of cheer this year. Number 12, we can't compare ourselves to our peer this year. Number 13, we got to seek to be clear this year. 14, we get familiar with our gear. Number 15, don't let the devil interfere. Now, I have a worksheet that I uh, believe will be a good tool for you to have. Let me make sure I got the right. Um, yeah, I got the work. Okay, worksheet. Okay. Got a worksheet for you at mycoachjosh.com forward slash worksheet. And what that's going to do is just have some reflection points. Simply keep last year's mistakes in the rear. Reflect on one significant mistake from the past year. Write down the key lessons learned and how it can inform your actions this year. Simple reflection questions. Whichever points resonate with you the most, because not all 15 may resonate with you immediately. Pick the top five that resonates with you right now. By being January 1st and begin to say, okay, uh, this week, I'm going to focus on this question or this month, I'm going to reflect on this question. Next month two, that question. Grab a souvenir, identify a positive memory or achievement from the past year. Describe how this experience can motivate and inspire you in the new year. Don't be overwhelmed about this year. List three major goals or aspirations for the upcoming year. Break down each goal into smaller achievable tasks to prevent feeling overwhelmed. Be here this year. Identify a specific area of your life where you want to be more present. Describe one action you can take to cultivate mindfulness in the area, whether it's with your spouse, whether it's with your kids, whether it's with God. 
Number five, be ready to persevere this year. Anticipate potential challenges for the year ahead. Outline three strategies or mindset shifts to help you persevere through difficulties. Be sincere this year. Reflect on a recent situation where sincerity played a crucial role. Identify two ways you can foster authenticity in your interactions this year. Number seven, adhere to the warnings this year. Recall a past instance where heeding warnings could have made a difference. List three areas in your life where you're actively where you'll actively seek and consider advice this year. Draw near to God and give him a listening ear this year. Describe your current spiritual practices. Outline one additional activity or habit you can incorporate to deepen your connection with God. Let God steer this year. Oh, pastor. Okay. Reflect on a past decision where trusting God's God has led to positive outcomes. List two areas in your life where you'll intentionally seek God's direction this year. Number 10, cultivate a heart of cheer this year. Identify a situation where maintaining a positive attitude would be challenging. Describe one way you can approach the situation with a heart of cheer. Simple stuff, but I'm telling you, these things, when I coach people through some of these points, it changes things for them. So these questions may seem whatever, but when you get into them and start getting in with the Holy Spirit, man, you begin to see things really open up for you, for you to repent, for you to make changes, etc. <clears throat> Number 11. Don't compare yourself to your peer this year. Reflect on a recent moment of comparison that affected your well-being. List two affirmational qualities unique to yourself that you can focus on this year. Number 12, seek to be clear this year. Identify area of your life where clarity is currently lacking. Outline three steps you can take to bring more clarity to that aspect. 13, get familiar with your gear this year. One of my favorite ones. List the skills or resources you possess that contribute to your success. Identify one new skill or resource you want to develop or acquire this year. Disappear this year. Identify a habit, mindset, or influence you want to let go of. Outline specific steps to distance yourself from it. Eliminate this negative element. That's disappearing things out of your life, but also uh, uh, why you should disappear. Number 15, don't be paralyzed by fear this year. Reflect on a fear that has held you back in the past. List three affirmations or positive statements that counteract this fear. And last one, number 16 was 15 when I coupled. Don't let the devil interfere this year. Identify area where negative influence has hindered your progress. List three intentional actions to guard against these influences and stay on a positive path. And I've also given you a lot of uh, paper pages to write on. You can do it digitally or you can actually print the paper out. So my goal was to give you guys quick things. Some of these things I'll elaborate on. So don't feel like, man, coach, you went pretty fast through these. Now, if you're watching this right now live, uh, list some list some of these points that you say, coach, do a video on that particular one. Can you unpack that a little bit more? If you're watching later or listening later on the podcast, uh, comment wherever you comment. Comment some of these points you like. Hey, coach, can you elaborate? So I'm going to give you guys, as I scroll through those who's watching live, an opportunity uh, for you all. I'll uh, post um, that back on the screen so you, can, so you can look back through that list and then see which one do you want me to elaborate on a little bit more. Well, I won't be able to show you all of it. So 10 through 8 is right there. I'll give you time <clears throat> to look through and see which ones you want me to elaborate more this year. So that's one through eight. And then here is 
8 or 9 through 16. 10 through 16. <laughs> so I'm going to give you all an opportunity to kind of read through those and let me know which one. I probably will unpack each one, and that may be something that I do. For the next uh, 15 days or so, 15 times that I do a video, uh, where can you print these worksheets out? Great question. Uh, work, uh, mycoachjosh.com. Hold on, let me find where we at. Mycoachjosh.com forward slash worksheets. Mycoachjosh.com forward slash worksheets. Um, I, I have a ton of worksheets that I have yet to move over from my old website. So please forgive me for those who are watching videos like, Coach, where's the website to the video in 2017? <laughs> where's the worksheet to the video in 2019? Man, there's so many worksheets, man. I got to find them. I got to find some of them. And, and so uh, I'll create a whole file where you'll be able to get all those past worksheets as well. And I'll post them on this page. So register, not register, sign up. Um, uh, um to be a part of the worksheets and, and you'll be able to get that information there. Disappearing, clarify, gifts. Okay, good. Good, so what I'll do, I'll, um, let me take a uh, screenshot of that. How do screenshots? Uh, nope. There we go. <clears throat> okay. So let me go through the comments and I'm going to go ahead, go ahead and go. Peggy says, hi, Joshua. How are you? Welcome back. I've been busy working. That's why you haven't seen me. Well, we're just glad to have you. However, you the one thing you're going to be know about me, you're going to always have a message new for you. And so I'm glad to have you back, my sister. Happy New Year to you, lady. Latrell, how will I know God gave me this? Okay, we got that. Happy New Year to you too, my sister. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay, good. Amen. Wow. Hands up. Count it all joy, right? How will you know Josh launch it? Okay, okay, got that. Yes, you told uh yes, you told on an earlier live that it's not wise to hang out with an ex with kids if it's not leading to marriage. I want this year to make sense and have sight. Yeah, some things we just gotta operate in common sense. The things of God are not that complicated. Some of the things that we're practicing are the main things in our way. And sometimes it's just best to say, you know what, let me just use common sense. And so why would God bring someone to put them in a seat that's not vacant, to put them in a seat that's already taken? That's blatant. So God's going to be like, man, there's no need for me to bring this individual to your life or bring this into your life because you got too much stuff that you're hoarding, that you're storing, that's keeping this thing from occurring. God gets the glory, my sister. These teaching has been fired. God gets the glory. Coach is ready. We're ready to get to it this year. Hey, hey, Rice. Miss Unique, these lives have been on point preparation for 2012 as well. God gets the glory. I totally agree. Oh, y'all talking, y'all going back and forth. Uh, Happy New Year, Tiffany. Disappearing, not looking for validation. Great. Okay, well, um, I'm going to screenshot that as well. Oh, good. So I'll be working on those two videos. I'll be working on um, disappearing and not looking for validation. That's a big one. That's a big one. I'm, I'm so glad you said that because that kind of sparked something in me already. 
And what was the other one? Uh, uh, Disappearing Clarity Gifts. Good. All right. Love y'all. Thank you so much. Check out some resources that I have, like my latest book, Multipurpose, How to Find and Fulfill Your Purpose in Life is a great book that talks about how we have more than just one purpose. Also, check out our Well Done merch. Great motivational uh, tool. If you're struggling with soul ties and strongholds and you want to walk in the freedom that Christ has given you and you want to untie soul ties, uproot strongholds, then check out this book, The Purpose of Freedom. If you're looking at a situation or individual like, man, I am not absolutely clear if this is from God, then this book, Counterfeit a Counterpart, will have the tools and insights you need to clearly see how God confirms his will in your life and how to test God's best in your life to make sure that you have God's best in your life. If you're struggling with your feelings, and you're like, man, my feelings gets in the way of me fulfilling, and I need to find the facts behind my feelings or be or have the tools needed <clears throat> to be able to do so. This book, Facts Over Feels, or Facts Over Feelings, would be a great book for you. Also, got a great card game that goes with this book. This book card game hold. Man, my card games, man. Y'all check those out. Some of the best things I've ever created. Uh, has been my card games, and I don't do them a, the, the 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 service that they that they deserve. Um, that God and uh, through His Spirit has really uh, uh, enabled me to create. So check out that card game hole. I got uh, other card games called like Dating Prep, Dating Prep, Memory Muscle, and uh, Facts Over Feels. It goes to the Facts Over Feelings book. If you struggle with spiritual warfare, this book World War Me will be a great book for you. If you have a young person that you want them to start their art early and find their purpose early. This is a a father in a book type of book. It's got wise sayings for children. If you're struggling with, uh, well, just check out the books, Dating Prep, Purpose of Singleness, Wholeness Journal. Check out my other uh, coaching programs. You need coaching with your your mindset or you need coaching and and holistic success or personal development. Uh, Check out my coaching programs. If you need one-on-one coaching um, and other services for uh, booking, this is the year I'm going to be traveling. And so if you need a speaker for your event, if you like, man, coach, we need you for this. Let me know. And uh, I'm ready. My wife and daughter, I've got the clearance yesterday that my wife said we're good to go. And so coach is um, open, uh, Lord willing, as far as I only accept the ones that God wants me to accept. So if you need a speaker for your event, college, church, business, uh, you need a VIP day. If you need me to uh, pull up, you want to spend six, eight hours with me, I can walk you through your business, walk you through your uh, singleness, walk you through whatever, help you develop the tools and strategies. Um, all that stuff's available to you. I'm open this year. My wife said, let's get to it. And so we get into it. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Catch y'all next time. Peace.